Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of WEEI's Football Sunday is brought to you by Unified Office and their revenue-producing restaurant phone technology. Football Sunday is brought to you by New England Recovery Center in Westboro and by Kubota Tractor and the New England Kubota Tractor Dealers. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Andy Gresh, Christian Arcane, and Mike Cadlick. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. We're into hour two. We're off at 12.35 for Red Sox baseball. It's the last of the Sundays that we will get bumped early. Good to have a 1 o'clock game today. Thank God it's the Patriots at the Jets at 1 o'clock. He joins us, well, on Gresham Fourier on Tuesdays, on Jones and Mego on uh, Thursdays, and here on WEI Football Sunday. He is the Patriots insider from NBC Sports Boston on the Harbor One Hotline, Tommy Curran. Tom, good morning. Hello, Andrew. Uh, well, friend, uh, I asked this question of Mike Cadlick earlier, and I want to start it with you. Does How does the streak tie into either team today, if at all? Is that a completely irrelevant point going into today's game? I think as an, as an attention capturer, it has been convenient, as we heard Garrett Wilson speak about earlier this week. I mean, as a motivator, and I think that football is – a sport in which you can tap into different things to motivate your performance. So I think the Jets look at the Patriots and say, not only do the Patriots think they're way better than us, they actually can prove it by looking at the scoreboard. And their mastery over us really isn't appropriate at this juncture because we kind of have a better team than them. So I think that that's absolutely motivation. That's the way it factors in. You know, no one cares what happened, you know, the day that Eric Decker scored from Ryan Fitzpatrick the last time that the Jets beat the Patriots and all the games in between and Sam Darnold seeing ghosts, that's not relevant. But what is relevant is the way these teams view themselves. And I think that the emotion and motivation today is they take the field. I remember that game, Tommy. They took the wind in overtime, remember? Yep. Yeah. I mean, not awesome. 
That was not us. I remember Matthew Slater looking very confused. He was like, wait a minute, did we just take the wind? He looked He looked and thought Marty Morningweg was his head coach at right. one point. Um, well, with that then being... Directly, then directly to Miami with Steven Jackson and saying, we're not going to throw it until we get a first down because we need to establish the run. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, right. Uh, speaking of establishing the run, Tommy, we just talked with Wiggy about this. I'll ask you, too. Uh, the Patriots have had a lot of trouble with that in these first two weeks. Is that something that has to be heavily emphasized here? I mean, you're going up against the Jets team with a strong secondary, a strong defense in general. How important is uh, getting that run game going? Usually I don't care as much about establishing the run as I've watched the Patriots team that can beat you, whatever. Okay, you want to load the box? Good. We'll pepper you with passes outside, make you cover horizontal, and, and we'll beat you that way. And I really felt that the Eagles game was illustrative of that. I didn't care that they didn't run the ball very much against the Eagles because I thought that they were effective throwing it. So why bang your head against the wall? But to listen this week to how important it seemed to Bill O'Brien in discussing it, and it is, you can't go 20 carries for 61 yards and 15 of them come from Mac Jones. It's just, those are useless plays. So I think it's important. I don't think it's, you know, throw your clicker against the wall if they haven't run for 100 by halftime. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here on WEEI Football Sunday. Uh, It looks like Trent Brown will be back in the lineup. What's your best guess as to what the Patriots do at right tackle to try to put an offensive line out there that could actually move some bodies around and create some run lanes today? We'll find out soon enough once they take the field and start doing their reps. Uh, Vidarian Lowe, obviously, was a guy who would be up if Calvin Anderson showed an ineptitude that might have to be conquered over the next few weeks, to put it that way, because he did show a level of ineptitude that was troubling in his first stint. <laughs> I like so that. I would troubling. Imagine. What a very – that's a very nice, soft landing on that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't think – I never think these things are broken forever. Like, I look at the running game, and Christian, you asked the the important question, which is why do you think, to Wiggins, why do you think it will improve? And in my experience, whatever a team says it's going to fix, it generally fixes. It's like anything that we do ourselves. We show up too late, we leave earlier. We work on that. And so I think that they'll be better at that. I would imagine Calvin Anderson is not the Calvin Anderson we saw last week, but you might want to have Vidarian in the bullpen, heating up from the outset. Uh, as far as Zach Wilson is concerned, he's obviously struggled a lot against the Patriots, against most teams that he's played here, Tommy. Have you seen this year in just the game and a half, or I guess, you know, two games that he's played, any sort of improvement from his first two seasons? And is there anything you think that he does sneaky well? His arm is fantastic. I mean, it's one of those rare arms that can fit it into tiny spots. It's he's For a little dude, I mean, he throws it ridiculously well. So I think there's that, which is why he was number two overall pick. Um, I have seen just an improvement, I think, in the resiliency. Like last week, his teammates and Jets podcasters like Lavernius Coles and Wayne Corbett, they went to bat for him so much saying that, look, Zach Wilson has sucked. He didn't suck against the Cowboys. It was his protection. Um, more than anything else, and those late picks really altered the stat line. I wouldn't think that he's a full-on disaster Sam Darnold Halloween night situation. There's going to be 
he's going to make plays. And this is going to be – and I'm sure the Patriots are aware of that. That's, the Patriots, at least the ones I knew, would enter every game expecting 100% the very best performance that they could get from every player. And, you know, you have to expect that if Zach Wilson, given time, he can throw some stuff down the field. He can beat you deep. So those are things that I would be concerned about if I'm the Patriots. You know, another thing that we touched on during the week, Tommy, is uh, even if it's a great player like a Sauce Gardner, in the Patriots of old, if somebody said, oh, yeah, it's pretty basic what they do, it's a boring offense, there would have been at least one guy, if not maybe 10, who would have been like, all right, you want to find out how boring we are? We'll come right at you. Doesn't matter how good you are. Any of that today? Do we see the Patriots offense kind of be like, yeah, you want to see how basic we are? Okay, we'll run some stuff at you. We'll beat your mates. We'll bring it right to you. Is there any of that kind of a-hole left in this offense down at Gillette? I would say not at this juncture. <laughs> I mean, the, <laughs> the a-hole has left the building. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you jot that down for the second meeting, but right now, because of the injuries, I mean, week one, it's City So and Atodio Mafia out there. Week two, it's Calvin Anderson on one side. Um, you know, you got rookies, you got guys who didn't take part in training camp with Wendu and Strange. It's hard to do, you know, a big nunchuck demonstration before a snap and then unveil, oh, we didn't see that coming. These guys are still trying to get from A to B to C to D to E. So I wouldn't care one bit. I'd probably say to Sauce Gardner if I was Bill O'Brien, yeah, can't do stuff right now. But, uh, you know, we'll get more complicated as we go, and then you're not going to have some fun. We're talking with Tommy Curran. Uh, Tommy, we've heard this game characterized as a must win. Uh, do you see it that way? And what does a loss mean here if they can't uh, get their act together? I, like your co-host and great friend Meg Ottolini, <laughs> the notion notion of must wins because I'm always I wonder bad this band the team tomorrow they're gonna be defunct. Mego called really this a must win by the way just for uh for the record. I agree. No and I'm with her. I heard her the other day say that and I am with her. Okay. You gotta win this game. Um otherwise the floodgates of negativity are going to open <laughs> in a way that you have never experienced, Bill. And you are going to be heading to a really good, genuinely good Dallas Cowboys team after that. And regardless of what's going on inside the walls and the optimism there, and I believe that they're a better team than their record would indicate, it's going to be a tsunami outside. Tommy, I don't want to cover it. I don't want to cover the death watch. I want them to win the game. I think uh, a lot of people are with you. At the beginning of the week, Tommy, when Belichick walked to the podium, he kind of had that little smile and it was like, you know, hey, how are we doing? Jets week. And then on Friday, it was like the shortest Belichick press conference on a Friday on record. Do you read anything into that, or is that just the level of intensity you think Bill brings to Jets week because he hates them as if they poisoned his children at one point? Uh, yeah, I think I read into it that he's a weird guy. That's all. <laughs> I mean, Doesn't that fit all of us? I mean, yeah, we're all weird. Uh, Bill, remember the the late, great, recently deceased, phenomenal writer for the Providence Journal, Bill Reynolds, once said to me, you know, Tommy, uh, nobody ever gets less weird. And he's exactly right. Think mm-hmm. about it. Nobody ever gets less weird as they get older. And- so I think that 
Bill saw an opportunity to, to get out and, uh, and took it. Sometimes I think he has agitations with the media for some of the reporting, whether it be negativity or things that he sees that are written that he thinks are outside the purview of what we're supposed to be writing about. So, yeah, I know. He doesn't. He, he doesn't like. Yeah, he doesn't like it when people can actually see what's going on at training camp and can discuss it and talk about it. It's as if we're all a bunch of idiots and don't have eyes. But yeah. another. And, but if you ask him about it, he'd ask you, oh, "What? What? That's no problem. What? Yeah, what? right. Yeah. So, the time. But, yeah, they had, they had Revis working on Gronk once in the red area down near the goal line, and it was like, "No, you didn't see that. Oh, I saw eleven reps of it, friend." Like, there's no way to get around that. Tommy Curt of NBC Sports Boston. Tommy, we'll talk to you during the week. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Tom. See you, guys. There goes uh, Tom Curran. And, of course, I know he's going to run off to be on TV as well. Uh, the Reverend is coming up around the way. And we will get the official injury report at uh, 1130, inactives, inactives, and all that. Uh, and just perusing Patriots Twitter from down at Gillette. Uh, it looks like Keyshawn Booty was warming up in a way as if he was going to be up and active today. Uh, they did show Tyrone Wheatley Jr. on the field early. Don't know if that means he's either going to be active or could get in the lineup. It felt like he was out there working early enough that he might have been a healthy scratch. And I know that uh, Andrew Callahan termed Will Greer as emergency quarterback. Yes. So... This is going to be the first week where the Patriots, I guess, are going to sort of flirt with the emergency quarterback deal, I guess, maybe. Okay. Where they're trying to manipulate the roster a little bit. And then, so if Mac goes down, then Greer goes in, and then that's it. So they're trusting against a good defensive. Now, again, we have to wait. we got 15 minutes left still. But it might be, depending on reporting, trending towards just Mac Jones being the one up this week against a really good D line. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a scary thought, isn't it? I mean, it's, well, Zappy's here, right? Uh, is Zappy still on the active or is he on the practice? Okay, so if he is, so then the okay, three, then. they have three of them. They got all, all right, so three. my bad. Then. Yeah. Um, and either way, I think that there's something going on there. Yeah, just the sheer amount of transactions that they've had uh, since the spring. Really, if you, you got go a back theory? to McSorley and all of that. I do. I don't think it's a great theory, but I mean, I don't think it's a great theory for the Patriots, but I think it's it's got to be somewhere close to the bone here because you don't make 1,500 transactions for your backup quarterback if you feel great about your backup, which they clearly don't. I think they're all done with Bailey Zappi. But also, you don't do all that if you're convinced that your starter is going to be able to make it through the season. That's the other thing. If Whether you think he's injury prone or whether you think he's going to play poorly and get benched or whatever it is that's going to cause him yep. to have to be taken off the field, they are very, very concerned about who's going to be going in for him and I think that that's I mean that that to me shows uh, well that to me fear there that, that to me means it's not about Mac that it's about Zappy that once Bill O'Brien got in and looked under the hood with Bailey Zappy it was ooh I don't know if I really like what is here and then it is the typical offensive coordinator who's also a quarterback's coach trying to make a decision on the guy that he would want next and and it's always the ooh I like some of what he does or I like some of what he does and it feels like the Patriots are like buying cars off of used lots <laughs> and then they're looking under the hood and going nah 
ah, this ain't good enough, and then they send it back under a banana right. wall or something. And I'm sure there's a lot of teams out there that probably don't feel great about their backup quarterback. I mean, that's just the way it is. But they're not making a million trade. They're not bringing in Ian Book and Matt Greer and, or Will Greer and Matt Corral and all these guys, Trace McSorley, right. all year long. I mean, it's been going on since uh, since April, basically. It feels like so there's something there, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's something there. And is it connected to Mac? Is it connected to Zappy? That's where everybody has kind of got their theories. But, I mean, look at it this way. Uh, I have not heard from the Zappyites. I even tried to bait him in the Twitch chat. I tried to bait him on Twitter because last year, everybody, it was Zappy Mania running wild, <laughs> right? True. Hey, rip the shirt, brother, and then flex, and there you go. So it's just really interesting that everybody is kind of – Stop the zappy talk, I guess. we And we don't even have the amount of people still screaming, oh, my God, you got to put the guy in there. And I don't know if that's because, hey, we're seeing Mac function more like 2021. We or, also saw all those preseason games. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Mean, I think zappy people, was bad in those yeah, games. Yeah, I think, and, and Fourier made a really good point on this, is that why was Zappy so subservient last year? Because he never had a baseline. Mm. It, he he didn't know that Matt Patricia would be an offensive idiot. Whereas Mac Jones would be like, "Oh my God, what 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 have you put me with here?" Like Zappy he, ran that idiot offense. Okay, you know. I know. Like, well, good. Go run it in yet. Philly. Have fun with that. <laughs> I mean, uh, Matt Patricia. You want to believe in Matt Patricia? Go ahead, folks. Because some did in picking Zappy. You were picking Matt Patricia. Now all those people are silent. It's amazing. Mm. Would they cut tongues out in New England? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we will get to the Reverend and his preview of the Patriots Jets. We've also got inactives coming out at 1130. We'll touch on fantasy as well. The aforementioned Christian Fourier will join us at noon. Here's Stiz ready to trend on WEEI Football Sunday. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. He's so excited. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Stepped on you a little bit there. Trending brought to you by your New England Ford dealers where they are celebrating truck month. Defeat any task with the capability and technology of Ford F-Series, America's in-stock, best-selling trucks for 46 years straight. The Red Sox are now tied with the White Sox one game apiece after losing last night 1-0 at Fenway Park. Despite the loss, Nick Pavetta earned a no decision in his individual record as he struck out seven and only walked one. He gave up three hits and zero runs through seven innings. They'll play the third and final game of the series later today at Fenway. First pitch at 135. Cutter Crawford will take the mound for your Boston Red Sox. He'll face Mike Clevenger for Chicago. Will Fleming and Joe Castiglione will have the call for you right here on the Shaw's and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. Cooper Boardman will get you ready for the game starting at 1235 with the Mass Mutual pregame show. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. We're coming up on the final week of baseball for the year. After today, the Sox will have six games left for the season. Two with the Rays and four with the Orioles. Today's the big day for the Patriots in what people are calling a must-win game against the Jets. You just heard Tom E. Curran call it just that. The weather probably will be a factor as showers and rain are expected and temps will be in the low 60s. The Pats have got the best of the Jets the last 14 times the two teams have met. We will be with without three of our four of our top four cornerbacks as Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, and Jonathan Jones are all out. Four other Pats players have been listed as questionable, including Christian Barmore, Mike Onwenu, City Sow, and Cole Strange. Jets left tackle Dwayne Brown is also out for New York. A few great college games yesterday. Ohio State, Ohio State beat Notre Dame 17-14. Oregon crushed Colorado 42-6. 
Florida State being Clemson 31-24. Ole Miss lost to Alabama 24-10. And BC lost to Louisville 56-28. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More football Sunday after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back to WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. Good morning. Welcome in to the Reverend's Congregation. Once again, Brother Gresh is here. Brother Stiz back on the pipe Woo! organ. Praise Jesus. We know anything about Stiz. We know he loves his organ. And it is time for the uh, Reverend's Scouting Report. We got the New York Jets. I was going to say in town. They're not in town. No. Patriots are going over to their town. And, uh, well, what can you say about the New York Jets that... Uh, Hasn't been said about anything that you don't like in your life. (laughs) Very true. It's the Jets. But, you know, as much as we make fun of them, they've given us so much over the years, Gresh. Uh, (laughs) The butt fumble, for example. I mean, where where would our lives be without having witnessed that, uh, that magical play? Uh, Mark Sanchez running into his offensive lineman. Steve Gregory scooping and scoring. Uh, there's been lots of uh, of great Jets moments over the years. But we're going to start here with uh, the Jets in their last game. All right. We did uh, see the Jets last Sunday in Dallas. They went into that game after they won their opener against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, things did not go their way. Now, a lot of people sort of attributed that game to Zach Wilson and his turnovers. And he did have a lot of turnovers. Uh-huh. But... The Cowboys had three long scoring drives in the first half that weren't off turnovers. Those were just uh, the opening drive was a 12 play drive. Uh, they had a field goal drive. I think it was 13 or 14 plays. They had another touchdown. And those were all off, uh, you know, kickoffs or punts. So it wasn't all because of turnovers. But Wilson's three interceptions made a huge difference. And uh, a little fun fact for you here, Gresh. Zach Wilson has had three games with three or more interceptions. Last Sunday against Dallas. And the other two were against the Patriots. He had that four interception game his rookie year in the three pick game last year. Oh my word! Yeah, so that uh, is a mound of turnovers. It Holy is. crap! It is just uh, just mostly against the Patriots. He throws picks all the time anyway, but uh, seems to have the most against New England. So that's what the Jets were doing in their last game. Let's talk about some of the Jets' off season changes. Thank you very much. The big move 
that we all know. <laughs> I sound like, yeah, I almost feel like we're at Fenway with the organ again here, you know? Sorry. <laughs> or a hockey game. Yeah. The Bruins are playing a, a preseason game today. That's true. Uh, the uh, big offseason move was the Aaron Rodgers trade that lasted about three snaps. Uh, season ended with the torn Achilles on the first Monday night game of the year, the jetsiest thing of all time. Uh, the Jets did make some other Rodgers-related moves, like they brought in some of his wide receivers from uh, the Packers, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, you know, some of those guys. Um, they also signed Billy Turner, who is a swing tackle. We talked about him earlier. I don't know if he's going to start today, but he could since Dwayne Brown just got put on IR. The Jets also acquired a couple of safeties. They traded for Chuck Clark from the Ravens. He tore his ACL and OTAs. They also signed Adrian Amos to a one-year deal. So uh, those are some of the off-season changes that the uh, Jets... Am I missing anything? I think I got them all there. I all think the you're important good. Ones. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to the Patriots and the Jets and their previous matchups, congregation. All right, the Patriots have not lost to the Jets in eight years. Uh, that is a span of 14 games. It takes us back to the Obama administration. Obama! It includes wins over, you want to guess, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight quarterbacks that the Patriots have beaten in those 14 games. Can you name all eight? Fra- against the Jets? Against the Jets. All right, well, obviously, what, Zach Wilson, Mark Sanchez. Um, uh, Sanchez, no, it was after Sanchez. Oh, okay, so this is, uh, let me see. Wilson, you got. Uh Oh, my God. Seeing ghosts. Oh, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. That's very good. Good. That's a very good hint right there. No, I'm kind of blanking on these other bozos that they brought in. I'm sure it's a real murderer's row. It really is. Zach Wilson, Mike White last year. Oh, I forgot about uh, him. Joe Flacco. Okay. Luke Falk. You remember that guy who was obsessed with Tom Brady? Who the hell is that? He was yeah. a sixth-round pick. He was picked at 199. He's like, yeah, just like Tom Brady. And it's like, yeah, okay, dude. Uh, <laughs> Luke Falk, uh, who they beat. Sam Darnold. Bryce Petty. Josh McCown. And Ryan Fitzpatrick. That is a hell of a list. I should have got Fitz. The other guys I wouldn't beat myself up over, but no, not getting Fitz is a bad job by me. That's all right. Uh, the last time the Jets beat the Patriots, it was December 27th, uh, 2015. It was that game that went to overtime. The Pats won the toss and took the wind. Uh, it was that game where Matthew Slater was looking like, what the hell just happened? Uh, Fitzpatrick connected with, as Tommy Kern said, Eric Decker, a name I haven't heard in a while because I don't watch reality TV. And that was the game-winning touchdown, and that was the last time the Patriots have beaten the Jets. Uh, the Jets have beaten the Patriots, I should say. Pats have won the uh, 14 games since then, and they'll look to make it 15 here today. Um, all right, let's get to some players to watch. Meat and potatoes of the Jets' defense. I think, and you may disagree, but I think the meat and potatoes of their defense is Quentin Williams, uh, first-team All-Pro last year, just got a huge contract extension. Uh, Then there's Sauce Gardner, second-year corner, uh, defensive rookie of the year, and also first-team All-Pro. And last year's offensive rookie of the year was Garrett Wilson, 83 balls, over 1,100 yards, and four touchdowns. He's already uh, gotten half that amount in two games. He has two touchdown catches in just two games this season. Those are the three main guys, I'd say, on the Jets since Rodgers isn't playing. Who are some of your guys to look at? Uh, I would say whomever they're going to put in a left tackle for Dwayne Brown, that's (laughs) going to be a big question. And if they take Becton and flip him from right to left, then it becomes who are they going to put in on the right side. Uh, And I would also say they're linebackers. I think the Jets have a very – Yeah, yeah, they have a real active group of linebackers. And I think given the struggles of Cole Strange last week, those guys could end up being uh, pretty active. And then offensively for the Jets – don't let Gal, uh, Dalvin Cook get rolling 
because we know those running backs. I know you talked a lot about Brees Hall, but the guy who's got more diversity in his game, if he's right and not baked, is Dalvin <laughs> Cook. And let's see if, you know, some of the old Dalvin Cook shows up today because I do think Arcan. You know, they want Zach Wilson to throw it into the teeth of the defense. The easy way to keep him from doing that is to keep throwing it to the flats to the running backs. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, another guy to watch for, obviously, Brees Hall. You just mentioned him. Um, and uh, that's that's the main the main guys, the main uh, troublemakers over there in gang green. All right, let's get a look at the rookie spotlight. The Jets picked at 15th in the draft this year and reportedly had their eye on Broderick Jones. We remember this. Bill That's traded right. with Pittsburgh, uh, and Pittsburgh drafted Jones, and uh, that allowed the Jets instead to pick up Iowa State defensive end Will McDonald, who holds the Iowa State career record for sacks. I don't know if you knew that or not. Wow. Uh, just the, the random fun fact there. But you got 10? Crowded, yeah, right. Crowded room of edge rushers. Uh, a lot of edge rushers on that Jets team already. A lot of guys ahead of him. Um, McDonald was inactive last week against the Cowboys. Jets also picked Wisconsin center Joe Tittman in the second round. He's been backing up their starter, Connor McGovern. Um, that's about it. The other uh, picks were day two and day three, guys. So uh, those are the two main ones, and I doubt you'll see much of either one of them. Um, all right, let's get to some of the former Patriots. There's only one of these, and the only former player on either team that overlaps in this game is, do you know this? The only play? No, I don't. That played for the other team? Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery played one season for the Jets oh, wow. in 2019, and as the only Patriot that played on the Jets, or the only Jet that played on the Patriots, there's no other overlap here. Uh, a far cry from last week with Miami, where there was a ton of guys who played on each side. Uh, this time, it's just Ty Montgomery, as uh, never the twain shall meet. All right, let's get to the main enemy storylines here. I think the main one to me, Gresh, and I got a couple, but the main one to me is injuries, uh, Rodgers being out, Brown on the IR. I mean, that's been it sort of for the Mm -hmm. Jets. And I feel like has kind of given the Jets a built-in excuse. I feel like they're kind of playing with house money, or they feel like they're playing with house money now, and they're going into this game sort of thinking, yeah, you know, it's the Patriots. We've had trouble with them. But, you know, this season's just kind of whatever. We're not really competing. Let's just go out there and do our best. And I feel like teams like that can be dangerous. Uh, I agree. I think that uh, (laughs) – Both teams have every reason to empty a little bit of the tank here because for the Jets, it's the, well, we got to beat this streak. And for the Patriots, is we got to get a freaking win (laughs) to start to validate some of what we're doing here. So uh, I think think both teams at some point will see some stuff and be like, oh, where'd that come from? Do you think Zach Wilson can ever get better? Will he ever get better? Nope. No, it's going to be this forever until he's out of the league. Because, uh, number one, he didn't have the uh, he didn't have somebody who forced him to stay in the pocket his rookie year. Mm -hmm. He has not learned how to read a defense at all. And, you know, it's the old line like in Major League at this level, we wear caps and sleeves, (laughs) son. At this level, you got to be able to read defenses, process information, and I just don't know if that's ever going to be Zach Wilson or Justin Fields-type game. Like, they're great athletes, and they've always relied on being great athletes. And, like, we saw it with uh, Cam Newton. Cam was a great athlete. Unbelievable MVP. Put him in here in some structure, and the guy wilts. I think they're all very similar. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um it does seem like the Jets are confident going into this game, doesn't it? Well, that's, there's some confidence there. There are, and yeah. I and I think some of that is the, hey, we found a way to get a win. And I, I got to think now they're over the Aaron Rodgers injury, right? Mm-hmm. Like week two, it's the, oh, crap. Now it's, all right, now we learn to manage without it. It didn't completely fall apart. Let's see if we can save this thing. But I, I, I think the Jets wish they had Mike White back. 
Uh, yeah, probably. Um, they do. I forget what their backup's name is. Their backup is, I just had this up, Tim Boyle. Tim uh, Boyle. Bears backup. I think he's played in like two or three games. He might have been on the Packers for a while. I forget. He's, he's bounced around a little bit. It sounds like a good Irishman who'd be working <laughs> for the MTA or something like that. Well, we may see him today if things get bad enough for Wilson. Um, what do you think of Coach Sala? Oh, I think he's an idiot. Hardo. Oh, boob. Yeah. He, you know what? Running I even, stairs today. I said it to you in the off-air show. Uh, he'll be an analyst somewhere next year, mm-hmm. and then he will be the, as long as Mike McDaniel's there, Robert Sala in two years will eventually be the defensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins. He'll go back to someone San Francisco connected. They'll love having his hard ways in there. I just think it's really hard during hard knocks to say to your team, hey, we got the quarterback that fixes everything. And then when that guy gets hurt, you're going to turn around and look at your team and go, hey, the guy we wanted out of here. The guy we couldn't wait to replace is the one who's leading us now. That's a tough sell. And I don't think he has massaged it enough with his team. They they know the guy's a rube. Yeah. I know, where are you at on Salah? I think Salah's uh, – well, it's sort of interesting with Salah. Like, Salah, I think, is like a decent rah-rah guy. And I think there's a place for that in the NFL. I no think doubt. maybe the Patriots, after what I saw this past week, how down everybody was, you know, I thought a rah-rah guy wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world for them maybe this past week, just in terms of getting, you know, morale up a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I think I, I've heard him say some things that I thought sounded really dumb and really corny. I don't know if they resonate with the players or not. It's sort of hard to know unless you're in the room or you can, you know, sort yeah. of really hear from these guys and hear what they really think. But my instinct leans towards Hardo. And there you go. That is the Reverend, Reverend Arkan. Uh, New York Jets scouting report. We got inactives. Uh, have they been uh, put out I yet? Got, I haven't seen anything. I got the inactives for the Jets right here. Okay. Uh, defensive lineman John Franklin Myers is active today. The guys that are out, really nobody that people would even know. Offensive lineman Wes Schweitzer. If you could pick him out of the lineup, I'd give you 100 <laughs> bucks, folks. Wes Schweitzer. Wes Schweitzer. Not familiar. Linebacker Zaire Barnes. Corner Bryce Hall. Running back Izzy Abenconda. Safety Tony Adams. And wide receiver Jason Brownlee. So okay. there you go. But an active, uh, an extra defensive lineman is active this week for the Jets. Um, I find that interesting. I got your Patriots inactives right here. All right. Jonathan Jones, inactive. Uh, City So. Inactive, Tyrone Wheatley inactive, Kayshawn Booty inactive, and uh, Will Greer will be inactive, but as the emergency third quarterback, it says uh, third next to his name there, which, how does that work exactly? So So he's not active, but... Yeah, I do believe that it's really the truest version of break glass in case of emergency. Got it. And that if you have to go to the guy before a certain point, then you can't put your other quarterbacks back in the game. They really fruity whipped headache, this thing. It should be pretty streamlined and easy, and I know they put some kind of qualifiers on it. Uh, This from Connor Hughes, who covers the uh, Jets for SNY. Mm -hmm. So the Jets O-line, Becton is going to flip from right tackle to left tackle. Lake and Tomlinson at left guard. Connor McGovern at center. Joe Tipman is going to make his NFL debut at right guard. Okay, he was a center in college, but okay. And the guy they drafted to play guard... Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, the kid out of USC, they're going to put him at right tackle today. And I think this might be his second game at at right tackle or getting significant reps there. Uh, But I know that Vera Tucker was really drafted to be a guard. Mm. And uh, now they're kicking him out to tackle. So that's how how they're going to handle that. The Jets, according to Connor Hughes, say they wanted their best five on the field. They believe this does that. They all practiced at these positions all week. 
So basically, they were running subterfuge and knowing that Dwayne Brown was unlikely to come back. Yeah, uh, this is a big game for Josh Uche. This is a big game for Dietrich Wise. Keon White, if he gets out there, big game for him. We know Matthew Judon's going to be licking his chops at this makeshift offensive line here. I need Barmore to show up, bro. I need Barmore to show up. Like, we've been waiting for this guy for a long time. And if you've got uh, young or inexperienced guards in there, at what point is that guy going to flash? I don't expect Devon Godshout to make big plays. Mm. He's a space-eating beefer to allow guys like Jawan Bentley to run around and make plays. That I'm okay with. Him just crush the pocket. But if Christian Barmore was supposed to kind of level up a little bit, it's time to start to see that, especially against this group of guards. Yeah, no question about it. And we knew that Jonathan Jones was uh, likely to be out here right. now that that's a reality and they're short there. Not their top three corners, because I think Gonzalez is probably their best one right now. But, you know, that's two, three, and four. And that means Sean Wade. That means Miles Bryant. That means you're going to be seeing some guys out there running around uh, that the Patriots probably weren't planning on getting a lot of reps to right at this point I'm of the season. Gonna, I'm still going to place a wager. It wouldn't be a huge one. Uh, but if I could, that uh, Jalen Mills will get X amount of defensive snaps today at mm-hmm. corner. I would definitely throw a couple of shekels on that because that really, as I look at it, what are the options that are left? You can redeploy Kyle Duggar and use him a little more in coverage instead of the whole deep three safety look like they ran against Miami. So you can redeploy one of the safeties. If Mills plays opposite of Gonzalez, I don't think that is the worst thing in the world for the Patriots defense, given that Mills has been competitive out there for a long time. I also feel like Arcan, that's the thing they should do. Yeah. Like, I'm not starting Miles Bryant or Sean Wade. With all due respect to those gentlemen, they're lovely people, and they got their roles on the team. But I don't want him starting. I, I, I'll trust Mills starting opposite Gonzalez, knowing what I already know about Miles Bryant. Yeah, you have another rookie in the mix, too. Uh, Amir Speed, the six-rounder, kid out of, uh, I forget where he played. But he's still on oh, the Michigan roster. Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah. yeah. But he was somewhere else. I think he went to Georgia first, maybe. But like, oh, uh, either I think way, everybody in college football does that. They there, have yeah. two stops, it feels like. <laughs> The transfer. game I did yesterday, good <laughs> Lord, there was one guy who'd been like the four schools. Really? Oh, yeah, all over the place. Wow. Um, he could be uh, in the mix here. I mean, we'll see. Uh, if you're giving sixth-round wide receivers a shot, might as well give him one. Uh, yeah, at this point, you got to do what you got to do. And some of it is, what do you know about certain people? I'm okay with Miles Bryant chasing people around as a slot guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to match it up against Garrett Wilson with all due respect. I'll live with the rookie mistakes of Gonzalez against a player like that. And uh, it will be interesting. I also am really interested to see if the Patriots turn, try to turn up the pressure against Wilson and some of their way of protecting the guys on the back end, which sounds weird, is to just get after him. Yeah. Knowing that he'll take the easy read or be baited into a, a certain panic and, you know, or right. crap yeah. himself and then like try to throw it out of bounds and instead <laughs> give McCourty the easiest interception he's ever gotten in that his life. That was one of the worst passes I've ever seen. <laughs> that was, I mean, that's an all time really. <laughs> yeah. And that's like some plays get busted up and be like, Oh, middle screen. And it got picked off by a large O mm-hmm. that's one thing, but that happened to fields last week. That's it. Yeah. But I mean, all you got to do is just either run out of bounds or throw it out of bounds. It isn't that hard. And the guy couldn't even get that right. Uh, off of the rest of the inactives, we will give you some fantasy thoughts as well. Maybe Arcan's got a little, uh, a couple of guys in daily fantasy for you to be able to uh, jump in with. 
We are off early today, and we will hand it off to Red Sox baseball. And, of course, the uh, Mass Mutual pregame will come to you from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio. It's brought to you by the New England Ford dealers, where they are celebrating Truck Month. Defeat any task with the capability and technology of Ford F-Series, America's in-stock and best-selling trucks, for 46 years straight. We'll live our fantasies next on WEI Football Sunday. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, more of the guys. This is WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. Boy, the injuries are coming in fast and furious right now off of the inactives. We will get into everything fantasy, but the Catches Law injury update is sponsored by Catches Law Group, the official law firm of the New England Patriots. If you've been injured, contact Catches Law for a free consult where you pay nothing unless Catches wins at CatchesLaw.com. Jalen Waddell, inactive. Austin Eckler, inactive inactive today uh how about for just the ravens alone no justice hill no odell beckham no ronnie stanley and no tyler linderbaum i bring that up because that's two-fifths of what is supposed to be a pretty good offensive line there for the uh, baltimore ravens so uh no shock arcan that we're uh, three weeks into the season and if you are playing season-long fantasy you are already dipping into your bench in green bay no aaron jones no christian watson again today yeah that's uh tough for them green bay has really had and for jordan love who i think looked uh pretty good in the preseason and i think is a guy who can uh who can become something if he doesn't have his main running back and his main wide receiver that's going to be a real problem for him going forward that's going to be a tough hill to climb i already like new orleans today uh, i really like him now if uh, if green bay is without those guys i also saw did you see this the chargers uh, jc jackson is a healthy scratch today oh jc jackson a healthy scratch for your what? chargers going up against the vikings that's i mean jackson's been a train wreck with them no question about it but you'd think against you know jordan addison and justin jefferson and those guys over there in minnesota you'd want all hands on deck they're they're benching him today that's wild to me five uh, five years 82 million 25 million signing bonus 40 million guaranteed mm. and the guy is sat crying wow. crying all the way to the bank i'd say uh yeah 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 oh and and they're on the i think the chargers are on the hook to keep him for yeah. another year uh what is it it'd be uh wow if they got rid of jc it would it would cost them three and a half million dollars under cap math to Whoa. get rid of jc jackson next year that's tough and they got a uh, asante samuels kid in there too so you know i mean they they've had a hard time uh, defending anything so far this year and i think staley's a total doofus so oh i'm with you i, I, would, I yeah. so it sounds like you feel about staley the way i do about sala 
Um, yeah. But in different ways. Salah's just a weird hardo. Staley is Staley sabotages his team. I feel like that's the Chargers, I think, are more talented uh, all around, and they have a better quarterback, obviously, uh, than the Jets do right now. And I think that he's really stood in their way. I'm not sure I'd say that about Salah. I don't know that Salah stood in the way of the Jets being good. Yeah, I I just, I, I, I think Brandon Staley can coach a little bit. I don't know if Salah is one of those guys destined to just kind of be a coordinator for the uh, rest of his life. Mm. Hey, is there uh, anything that uh, jumps out at you in terms of uh, daily fantasy today? Yeah, I was already all over the uh, the Vikings wide receivers. I would uh, I would stay there. I think that that's a, a pretty good place to be if you're looking for them and for the Colts. Um, you know, they're going up against a, a Ravens team that's banged up here. And I, I sort of look at them and think, you know, there's some there's some possibilities there. Pittman's a guy who's had a pretty good start to the year. Um, I, I think that there's uh, there's some things you can look at. I'm I'm a little hesitant, though. I feel like in the early in the early uh, games of the season, it's yep. hard to really get a good grasp on what the good daily plays are. But um, I think uh, for me, I'm, I'm all over Minnesota and their wideouts this week. Uh, very interesting. So uh, I know we got one game in the books already, and that is the Niners and the Giants. Uh, and then uh, injuries really across the board. Uh, if you were, if you're a Zay Jones owner in Jacksonville, I know that uh, he is down for the count. Just kind of scrolling through and seeing if uh, seeing if there is anybody else that kind of jumps out in uh, in all of these inactives. Well, wow, how about this? Cam Akers inactive for the Vikings. Hmm. They just turned around and got the guy, and yet he is—he's uh, not in the lineup today. Well, sometimes guys stay disgruntled even after you trade him. Uh, <laughs> there definitely is that. Uh, looking to see—I uh, mean, Anthony Richardson has sat down, but as you mentioned with the Colts, um, I guess you can do worse than Garner Minshew. Every time Garner Minshew plays a game as a backup, by the way, and I'm sure you're ready for this too tomorrow. Well, Garner Minshew. I mean, everybody, like, Garner Minshew will go out and have a good game, mm-hmm. and then uh, at the end of the year, the organization punts him that yep. he's with. It's uh, it's crazy. Would you say he's one of the better backups in the league? I'd say he is. Oh, he is now. In uh, terms of if you need an emergency starter, I'd say he's right up there. Well, he's ascended into yeah. the, uh, oh, the fat quarterback from Missouri who bounced around the league forever. Doggone it. I can't remember. Short guy. Uh, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Yeah, that that is he, he's in that vein. It's yeah. the I know you won't come in and completely screw it up. You're good for the locker room, all that kind of crap. And yeah, like Trevor I, Simeon or one of those guys, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. How about Austin Eckler though? Mm. And there's a there is the small part of me that feels bad for him, and then there is the well, you being inactive these two weeks are the exact reason why owners hold it against running backs and why they don't want to pay them the absolute top dollar, even though Eckler is a fantastic player. Yeah, Eckler's tremendous. And so is Saquon Barkley, and so is Christian McCaffrey. So is a lot of these guys who have a real problem with the way things are going. And it's just, you know, I mean, the window's the Two window's of them are short. Out, right? Two of them's out. Barkley got hurt, and the Giants are a mess anyway. I mean, McCaffrey's still earning every single bit of his money. I mean, he's, it, great. he's a guy who I think could be like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not just a running back. I can do anything. And I score a touchdown literally every single game that I play in. So, you know, give me give me what I owe. McCaffrey uh, could end owed. up McCaffrey could end up being like one of those Terrell Davis guys yeah. where he he runs hot for a short period of time and is absolutely great, but might not make it to 31 years old in the NFL. Yeah. Uh well, a guy who made it 13 years in the NFL, that doesn't mean he's old. Yes, well, it does. does. Yeah, it does. Uh Christian Fourier. Will uh, join us next. Fifteen with Fourier, and remember, 
We're out early at 12.35 for Red Sox baseball. Arkan and I will go around the NFL. A couple of picks and a prop before we get out of here as well on WEEI Football Sunday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.